Hello, everybody. Kawaii Cast. It is the Kawaii Cast. I'm Candice. I am Tyler. And we're going to go ahead and just get right into this because this is going to be a long freaking episode. I already know. And we're going to skip the anime news except for one thing. The anime news is that it's time to go vote in the Crunchyroll Awards because we're putting this episode out a day late because (laughs) of life. But there's only five more days to vote. So go vote. (laughs) There it is. Go go get it done. Yeah. We're like those people that are harass you during the poll season go vote it's your civic it's your civic duty (laughs) so with that uh i already voted so i actually already know like most of these categories but tyler has not have not looked at any of this shit uh, which is actually kind of funny because like i was at work and i was Mm -hmm. uh i pulled up youtube you know because i was like oh i'm gonna watch something while i do menial tasks yeah. And one of the things was uh, like a live video of them like announcing the, the nominees. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I went and watched something else. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so Tyler's going. This has been running. So. so, Tyler, it started on Wednesday. So, Tyler's going into this blind. I'm experimenting to see if it'll let me vote again because normally in previous years they would let you vote for basically every single system that you had. Like, if you had two different web browsers, you could go vote and you could take advantage of that. This time around, uh, they do ask you to put in your email, so I don't know if it's going to let me vote again. In, in the past, people were downloading uh, Internet Explorer, Google Chrome, uh, uh, Firefox, Safari, and everything Internet possible. <laughs> just, yeah. just to get like four votes in. Yeah, before you could easily exploit just voting as many times as you can. This time around, I think they made it a little bit more difficult, so we'll find out. Because this is this will be my second time voting, if that's the case. Yeah. So, anyway, let's go ahead and get right into it. Because, like I said, this could be long. We're already like two and a half minutes in. So, yeah. we're going to save Anime of the Year for the last category. So, uh, like we always do for anticipation. But let's go ahead and get into the best original anime category. Here we are. Here we are. So the nominees are... Uh, we'll just go through this fast. We're not going to build it up like we normally do. Uh, I'll, I'll read off this category. You can read off the next one. Okay. Okay. So the nominees are Birdie Wing, Golf Girl Story, Healer Girl, Licorice, Re- Licorice Recoil, The Orbital Children, Vampire in the Garden, and Yurei Deco. And I just want to start this category by saying Ligorish Recoil got nominated for a lot of stuff. Yeah, and... I, was, I was about to say I loved Ligorish Recoil and I anticipate it being nominated for, you know, Anime of the Year. So yeah. I'm not actually going to vote for it on this one. Yeah, I don't remember what the nominees for Anime of the Year were, but Licorice Recoil got nominated for a lot of stuff. It's one of those anime you told me that I would have loved and then I never watched it. I but, still think you would love it. Yeah, I'm assuming it must have been really fantastic because it is in almost every single category. Like, this might be the Licorice Recoil Awards this year. Oh, dang, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, most of these I didn't watch. I did watch Birdie Wing. I did watch Yuri Deco. And I had heard about Healer Girl, and I've obviously heard about Licorice Recoil. I did not uh, hear about Vampire in the Garden or the Orbital Children, so I feel I, like... I did not watch Orbital Children or Vampire in the Garden or Birdie Wing, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I watched, like, the first two episodes of Healer Girl, and it just... it wasn't for me. Yeah. So I think my prediction is that Licorice Recoil is just going to win this category because I just don't see any of these other anime having that much buzz around them except for maybe Birdie Wing because I know Mother's Basement made a big deal about Birdie Wing and then everybody went and watched it. It was pretty good. I actually would recommend Birdie Wing. I don't know if it's the best anime in this category, though. Yeah. Uh, As for me, I'm going to vote Yuri Deco on this one. I did vote Yuri Deco, so I'm going to stick to my guns here. Vote... And it's gonna make me submit my email, and then you check the two little boxes that say you agreed to sell your soul. 
Oh shit, yeah. It's letting me vote again. So, yeah, you oh, can shit. vote, I think, at least once a day. So, yeah. Alright, there we go. So, let's move on to best character design. I believe is the next category. Yep. Yep. And I'll let you take over from here. Uh, so, let's see. Best character design. We have Akira uh, Matsushima with Demon Slayer. Oh god. You could just say the anime names if it's easier I was, for you. I was gonna say, this is gonna be fucking difficult if they're gonna have the names of like the designers rather than the the anime. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. Okay, so we've got Demon Slayer, Ranking of Kings, Spy Family, uh, My Dress Up Darling, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Six. Yeah. And uh, Cyberpunk. Edge runners. So I will already tell you, this might be one of the best categories I've seen so far. I think actually they nailed all six of these nominees. Yeah. Uh, with maybe the exception of uh, My Dress Up Darling, because I think that one made the qualifications because of her cosplays. And I think that's the only reason why it's there, but I think the actual characters themselves are just typical slice of life. So, yeah, but other than that, I think this is one of those where if any of these win, I think I'd be pretty happy with that. Uh, my personal vote went to JoJo's Part 6, because in the past I've actually mentioned that I didn't love the character designs from JoJo's, but this particular part of JoJo's, they nailed every single character design, and all of them are absolutely iconic and stand out and look fantastic, along with their stands. So I do think this is one of the best, like, parts of JoJo's. I feel like this is where Araki really peaked as a character designer. Yeah. I, that's understandable. Uh, as for me, I, I gotta give this one to Cyberpunk. Trigger, just, they they nail it every yeah. time. You and know? I could agree with that. I so, think that's who's gonna win, honestly. <laughs> like, that's just how it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Cyberpunk might be taking this category, and I would not be shocked at all. I do want to say I'm happy to see Ranking of Kings in this category as well. Not that is that's not one I expected, but yeah, I'm I'm not disappointed. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with all of these choices. I think if I were to rank them in order, I would say Cyberpunk and JoJo's are the top two. Then I would put uh, Ranking of Kings then Demon Slayer, then I would have uh, My Dress Up Darling and Spy Family both kind of tying on the bottom a little bit. That's, because... that's about where I'd put them as well. So I, I Yeah, because outside of the main them. character of those two shows, we don't really get a ton of variety. So, But yeah, yeah. so that those are my opinions on those ones. Uh, people are going to vote for My Dress Up Darling, though, because they're simps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So with that, let's go. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. With that, let's go ahead and move on to the next category, which is Best Animation. Uh, the nominees are Akebi Sailor Uniform by Cloverworks. I am going to mention the studios here since they deserve it. Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2 by Studio Mappa. Cyberpunk Edgerunners by Studio Trigger. Demon Slayer uh, Entertainment District Arc by Ufa Table. Ranking of Kings Part 2 by Wit Studio and Spy Family by Wit Studio and Cloverworks. And honestly, any of these could take it. Like, any of these could take it. Uh, I think Trigger and Mappa both have huge advantages here, being, like, top, like, well-known for their animation. Mm -hmm. uh, Demon Slayer easily could take this as well, as Ufa Table has proven that they can elevate Demon Slayer from its original manga to insane god-tier levels of animation. Every anti-tuber I know, even those who don't like Demon Slayer, say that, yes, the Entertainment District completely popped off with this animation. Yeah. Uh, Akebi's Sailor Uniform might be one of the best animation I've seen from Cloverworks in a long time. And Wit Studio absolutely killed it with both Ranking of Kings and Spy Family. Like, yeah. I genuinely could not give you a solid answer on who should win this. Um, honestly, like, I I can see it going to any of them but Akebi's Sailor Uniform. 
Not not that it was bad or was poorly animated. I just don't think that anime was popular enough to get yeah. votes. I think it's just the least hype out of all yeah, of these. Yeah, like, it was really cute, and I really liked it. The animation was great, but it just it didn't have the hype. Yeah, I think its animation is really where it shined, too. So I think this was the best category to put a Kebby Sailor uniform in. Yeah. I'm very much in favor of not double-dipping anime a whole lot in these awards, and I feel like if we were going to put a Kebby Sailor uniform in any category, animation's where it deserved it. Yeah. So my personal vote is I am going to vote for Demon Slayer just because I think... Like, literally, one of the most iconic scenes from this season of Demon Slayer was two panels in the manga. It was literally just two panels, and then they went off on, like, a whole, like, minute and a half of just mind-blowing animation that just everybody's like, holy crap. This studio just said there's no budget. There's no budget. We're just... <laughs> the, the studio said, let's throw money at it. Yeah. And I can see that from cyberpunk and attack on titan as well but i just think that they're not quite there yet yeah uh demon slayers who's getting my vote on this one kind of just for the same reason like that those those uh big uh what were they called sakuga moments were just incredible yeah but yeah, I honestly could see any of these six taking it, and all well-deserved. What, again, a really fantastic nomination category. Mm-hmm. We're starting off really positive, actually, which is yeah, rare. so far. Really. <laughs> so, we'll see where it goes from there. I'm halfway through my drink. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on to Best New Series, and I'll let you take this one. Best New Series. We have Call of the Night, Cyberpunk Edgerunners, Licorice Recoil, My Dress-Up Darling, Spy Multiplied by Family, Spy by and, family. and Ya Boy Kong Ming. <laughs> Again, I think a really fantastic list here. Like, I think that they just absolutely nailed it on choices. I think from this list of the ones that I did get a chance to watch... Uh, obviously, I didn't get to watch Call of the Night or Ya Boy Kong Mean, but I have seen enough clips of both of these, and I know enough about both these series to say they absolutely deserve to be here. Uh, we haven't watched Cyberpunk Edge Runners yet. We're just going to have to plan like a weekend or something where we binge this. I know. I'm, I'm looking at this, and I've only seen half of these, yeah. with, with two of them that I really want to see as well. Yeah. And then one that like I haven't seen, but like I haven't heard anything bad about yeah i think this is a really fantastic nomination list uh strangely enough i think i'm gonna vote for spy family for this one one because it's one of the only two that i've actually watched on this list but also because i think spy family had the biggest impact this year of all of the ones on this list like, I think Spy Family is the one that everybody was talking about. Everybody wants to see more of it. Everybody was excited about it. I think it's just... Yeah, it did. Uh, it actually did its... It kind of split it up, too. Like, it had the first part of its season in the winter anime yeah. season. And then it split it up into, what was it, fall? Or was it summer? Uh, so it's spring was the first part. And then fall was the second part. Yeah. Summer split the series. I, I couldn't remember. I knew I knew it was split, but Yeah. Also, I do want to point out something. Uh winter twenty twenty two anime were actually excluded from being voted or nominated nominated for this anime Crunchyroll Awards. Really? Which is why you won't see uh, Mob Psycho one hundred or Chainsaw Man or any of the other anime that got a lot of attention last season. Well, no, last season was the fall season because the beginning. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Fall. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. The last season. That's why you confused me because I was like, wait a second. I know for a fact that Ranking of Kings was in the winter season. Yeah, so. same with my dress up, darling. So okay. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, the last season, the one with Chainsaw Man and Mob Psycho and all those. Those are actually being pushed to next year's Crunchyroll Awards. 
Okay. That's for, for anybody who's wondering why they didn't haven't gotten any nominations, particularly when it came to the animation category. That's that's interesting. I I didn't know that, but yeah, I don't know why that. they're doing that. I think it's mostly because they don't want to have like a hype bias. Yeah, like, because uh, obviously it's it's still fresh in the minds of people. Yeah, so I think that's the reason they're doing it this way. We'll see how that goes next year, I guess. But Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so Spy Family, to me, is the one that had the most impact on these six anime that were nominated. Uh, you know, oddly enough, I got a vote for one I have not watched. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to be Call of the Night on this one. Okay. Because... Like, I just, I heard a lot about it, but, I mean, it was on high dive, so I couldn't really watch it since, you know, I procrastinate until, you know, my deathbed and haven't yeah. <laughs> actually signed up for it yet. <laughs> yeah. I understand that feeling. So, yeah, I think that's fair, though. I think that the character, I think actually Call of the Night should have been nominated for Best Character Designs. I'm kind of surprised it wasn't. Yeah, I think the character designs in it are fantastic. I don't know if it would have been the winning one, but I think it definitely should have gotten an honorable mention for it at least. Yeah. So with that, let's go ahead and move on to Best Continuing Series. And this one is basically everything that you would expect to see in this category, because we had a lot of continuing series this year. Starting with the one that's completely goaded at this point, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. Okay. The, fi- can, the final, we, final season. Can we? I'm sorry. Can we exclude a- Attack on Titan? It's been like, hasn't it won like three anime of the years or something? No, it's only won once. But, but I think people jumped the gun on that win, honestly, because I think part two was genuinely better than part one. Okay, but like at the same time, they are. Let's be honest. They're milking it. Just, yeah. just finish the series. You know, you're on the the. Final season part 37. Yeah. You know, calm <laughs> the, down there, Mappa. The final, final, final season part two, part six. Yeah. Anyway. Version five. Speaking of anime that have won way too many awards getting nominated, Demon Slayer has also got nominated for Best yes, Continuing Series. I can agree with that. Yeah. Uh, moving on to one that hasn't won one, but I do think deserves to win at least one category. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stone Ocean Genuinely I think this uh, JoJo's was one of the best parts Ever and it sucks Because it feels like nobody watched it because Instead of it coming out every single Friday On Crunchyroll it was limited To coming out at some arbitrary Random moment when Netflix just said Okay it's done you can watch it now (laughs) Fucking Netflix man They took away JoJo Fridays Okay we're never gonna forgive Netflix uh, next nomination, Kaguya-sama Love is War, Ultra Romantic. The kind of final season. I think we're getting a movie or something. Uh, Made in Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun. Another one we didn't get to watch due to High Dive. Mm-hmm. And then One Piece. Ah. That's, that's <laughs> it. That's, that's all you gotta say. It's One Piece. It's One Piece. I think that One Piece is the only anime on this list that could take down Attack on Titan, if I'm being honest with you guys. You know, and and honestly, I'm I'm sorry, I gotta vote One Piece. Yeah. I'm not caught up on One Piece, but from what I hear, this last like uh arc, like story arc that they've been going through has been fucking amazing. <laughs> if you don't vote for One Piece, you're transphobic. Just saying. That's right. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, I'm not even gonna question. Let's leave it at that. Never mind. <laughs> You don't know? Two of the characters are, like, con- like considered trans. I did not hear about that. There's so much debate on it. There's people who are like, they're not actually trans. Uh, this character's still a girl. They just take on the role of a man. No, they're, like, literally the character goes into the men's bathhouse. And it's just like, yep, one of the bros. Come on. Like, they literally identify as being a man. And the other character identifies as being a woman. Like... <laughs> They're canonically trans. I'm sorry. All right. Whatever. And I'm just kidding. You can like, vote for whoever not, you want. Not, I didn't hear about it. That's fantastic. You know, good on <laughs> One Piece. But like, come on, guys. I'm, I'm sure there's some people that are whining about it. Yeah. 
It's because people think the one character is hot and don't want to admit that they're a man. So that's, that's literally all it boils down to. Men can have nice boobs too. Right? So, and I'm kidding. You guys can vote for whoever you want. You're not transphobic if you like Attack on Titan. In spite of what everybody thinks. You're, so. you're just a Nazi sympathizer. No, <laughs> We're going to get canceled. Oh my god. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Moving on. I'm going to have you uh, list off this one. Best opening sequence. Uh, so we've got... Uh, cheeky Cheeky Bon Bon... For Yo Boy Kong Mean, Mixed Nuts uh, for Spy Family, Naked Hero for Ranking of Kings, The Rumbling, Rumbling, Rumbling. Attack on Titan. Yeah. Uh, this f- fire. <laughs> Your mic did not like the way you said that. No, it probably didn't. <laughs> but there's three Fs. Come on, I have to. Fire. Fire. Uh, for Cyberpunk Edge Runners, and Zonkyo Sanka for Demon Slayer. Yeah, I really like Zonkyo Sanka. Sanka. Uh, uh-huh. But, okay, so I feel like the rumbling is going to win this because people are Aaron Yeager simps, and everybody was like losing their damn mind when the rumbling came out. And I actually do like the rumbling opening sequence. But it's not my favorite one on this list. And my favorite one on this list actually might be one of my favorite OPs of all time. I know we did an episode about like our top five favorite OPs. I think if I were to rework that list, this one would be either number one or number two. I love it that much. And it's so good. And I was so happy to see it got nominated. And that was Naked Hero from Ranking of Kings. All right. This OP is so good. If you guys have not watched Ranking of Kings, before you vote... Go watch Naked Hero and then make up your mind as whether or not you des- think that deserves it or the rumbling. Because Naked Hero does everything that I love in a good OP. It has a good song. The animation is gorgeous. The direction is gorgeous. Like there's this part where like Boji sees like a broken mirror on the ground. And as he approaches it, you can actually see the reflection of the stars in the sky. Like, it's a very small detail, but it's there, and they care about it. And then the song has this amazing drop at the 40-second mark that is just as good as, like, Attack on Titan's Sasageo. Like, it's that good. It's that amazing. And I was so happy to see it here, and I literally can't vote for any other OP. I went and watched all six of these, and I really, really like Chikichi Bonbon, but Naked Hero is easily the best one on this list. I'm going to die on this hill. <laughs> uh, I I am going to abstain from this. Until you can watch them. For now, until I watch all of these openings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as it stands, the rumbling is just fun to say. So yeah. <laughs> It's also fun to just sing it, like, really obnoxiously. Just go up to me, rumbling, the rumbling <laughs> is coming, rumbling. <laughs> good OP. I love it, but like, Sasageyo was my favorite Attack on Titan OP, and I don't think they're ever gonna top Sasageyo. We have one more OP, well, two more OPs, actually, to see if they could top. So, supposedly. I mean, it's Mappa. They're gonna have like six more OPs, at least. But, <laughs> for now, Sasageyo is still remains my favorite Attack on Titan OP. Yeah. So, yeah, the rumbling, it's good, and I know why you guys are liking it, and I know why you guys are simping for Eren on this, but... Just go watch Naked Hero, please. It's so beautiful. It's so fantastic. And I think the only OP that I would have liked more this year would have been the OP to Chainsaw Man, but obviously I mentioned that's not going to get nominated this year. So I haven't experienced a Naked Hero since I stopped playing Breath of the Wild. (laughs) Well, like the whole... uh gimmick of like Ranking of Kings is that in the very first episode he's kind of like uh, making a parody of that children's story uh, The Emperor's New Clothes where the Emperor goes out completely naked just to see if people would still compliment his clothes Yeah, and that's kind of who Boji was based off of so in the very first episode he walks around in his underwear as one does yeah well he's also like like five years old like <laughs> it's fine it's the child. <laughs> Children walk around in their underwear. 
but yeah, so children, children walk around naked. Look, I'm yeah. telling you, if if I had a nickel for every time I've walked into the men's bathroom and I've seen like a small child's bare ass because his pants are around his naked, <laughs> his his ankles at the urinal, like I'd be fairly wealthy. <laughs> Yeah, I cannot tell you. The women's bathroom has the opposite problem. Kids try to open up every single stall door. And some kids will even poke their heads <laughs> under the stall kids door. Kids even crawl underneath. Yeah. <laughs> kids, kids are the worst. Let's right? just leave it at that. <laughs> I was like, child, please. I am not trying to make some kind of sex offender list right now. Please get out of my bathroom stall. Like, right? <laughs> yeah, kids be kids. So... But yeah, so that's my soapbox for this episode right now is that Naked Hero deserves this win and I'll be really sad if something else wins, honestly. Yeah. So moving on to best ending sequence. So we have Okuma no Ko from Attack on Titan. Comedy from Spy Family. Uh, Koi no Yukue from uh, My Dress Up Darling. Um, uh, please forgive me for this one. Uh, Koshaberi Biori from Komi Can't Communicate. Uh, My Heart Has Surrendered from Kaguya Sama Love is War. And Yofu Kashino Uta from Call of the Night. This was another one where I went and watched all of them just so I have an idea of what I'm voting for. And I'm actually gonna go with who I would have voted for even if I hadn't watched all of them just because I do think this ED was incredible and it's kind of stuck with me the entire year and that's Akuma no Ko from Attack on Titan it's amazing I love the fact that it reflects the original OP from season one I love how it just that song just gets to you like it'll you'll think about it even after you're done listening to it it's beautiful it's great it represents everything that the story is trying to tell us in like the best possible way and it's so jarring compared to the last couple OPs, which felt like war ballads. So I just really, really love the CD. So yeah, that's gonna be my vote for. Yeah, I uh, again, same thing. I'm gonna abstain from this vote until I watch all of these. Yeah. Uh, however. I see a Comey can't communicate thing, and honestly, I kind of hope it gets something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't I know if it'll be nominated that. for anything else. So I kind of hope it gets something. You kind of just want to vote for for that reason, and I actually really loved the ED for Comey yeah. can't communicate. I didn't watch the anime, but I really loved the CD. So I kind of want it to win too. I'm just voting for my own personal opinion on this one, though. Yeah. Also, uh, comedy was not my favorite Spy Family ED, but my favorite one was this last one, so. <laughs> so I can't really. And I liked the My Dress Up Darling ED, but I don't think it was the best ED of this year. Yeah. So, with that, let's go ahead and move on to the next category Best, uh, best score? Do we want to yeah. do this one, or? Uh,. We could just mention who we or who I'm voting for, cause uh, I'm actually voting for uh, No Name for Spy Family. Okay. Because I really like the music in Spy Family. Uh, so, so the nominees, I'll just go over them real quick: are Spy Family, Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, Your Boy Kongmin, Attack on Titan, Made in Abyss, and Demon Slayer. Um. I'm just gonna go with Made in Abyss on this one because yeah, like, it did win. In I've the only past, seen the first but... season, but like it had a really good score in that, and I'm assuming it'll probably keep up in in these seasons as well. Oh yeah, because it is Kevin Pankin. It's the same person, so yeah. He also did Tower of God, and I really love his music. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that's absolutely fair. The only reason I did not vote for Kevin Pankin, if I'm gonna be honest with you is that he won Best Score the last time Made in Abyss was nominated. Oh, okay. I I didn't realize that. Yeah, I would have voted for him if it was like he was only one for I was about to be like, oh, is it because Sawano isn't on there? And then I realized (laughs) Sawano is uh, Attack on Titan. Yeah, Sawano is Attack on Titan. So, and he 
always does a fantastic job, but I think some of my favorite songs from that part of Attack on Titan were recycled from previous parts of Attack on Titan, so that's another reason I didn't vote for that one. Alright, makes sense. So I went with No Name from Spy Family because I think it's it's new. It's something I haven't heard before. And I liked it. I think it fit the show very well. Yeah. So moving on to Best Film. And we actually watched quite a few of these. Uh, one that I really want to watch that we didn't get a chance to watch. But honestly, I think any of these could take it. So uh, starting with Bubble by Wit Studio. Dragon Ball Super Superhero by Toei Animation. Inu-O by Science Saru. Jujutsu Kaisen by Studio Mappa. One Piece Film Red by Toei Animation. And The Deer King by Production IG. Uh, the ones that we did watch, Bubble, Jujutsu Kaisen, and The Deer King, we all did reviews on. And I think The Deer King only made this list because they needed a sixth film. <laughs> kind of. I feel a little bad for it being on here. It was a on, okay film, but... Honestly, I also kind of feel like Bubble is only on there because they need, needed a fifth yeah. one. Like, no offense to Bubble, it just it wasn't amazing. It was an Eve music video extended for an hour and a half. Like, yeah. that's what it was. It was okay. <laughs> but uh, the one I think most likely is going to win is going to be the One Piece film Red because I think that was the one that had the most hype. Yeah, it got huge. Then again, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero was, was really big, and that was early this year, though. Yeah. Uh, Inu-O... So either, either of those, I think, is probably going to be the winner. Yeah, I think Inu-O is one that I really, really wanted to see, and we didn't get the chance to see it. Yeah. But that one got nominated for a Golden Globe, so it might steal this category as well. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. That's crazy. That's that's cool. Uh, we'll, we will definitely have to see that. Yeah, so for now, I am going to throw my vote into Jujutsu Kaisen because I loved this movie and I felt like it actually elevated the series in a really positive way. Yeah, same. So, and I feel like it just, it's great. Like, even as a standalone film. So. And with that. Moving on to next. Best anime song. Best anime song. Uh, Um, So here we have Chichiki Bonbon. Sorry, cheeky cheeky bonbon. So I can I can read. I promise. Uh, comedy for Spy Family. Sorry, cheeky cheeky bonbon is Ya Boy Kongmin. My nonfiction for Kaguya-sama Love Is War. Shall we dance for Shadows House? The Rumbling from Attack on Titan and uh, New Genesis from uh, One Piece Film Red. So, New Genesis was actually sung by Uta, who was also the singer that did the music uh, in pairing with Eve in Bubble. And I'll tell you right now, uh, New Genesis by Uta might be my favorite song on this list, because I haven't even watched One Piece film Red, and that song is amazing. I hear it all the time, and I'm just like, god damn, this kicks. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, I am madly in love with New Genesis as a song. I think it's so good. It's a bop. Go listen to it. And I think a lot of that is because they did get a big name singer like Uta involved. So, yeah. I think I think Uta needs more love. Okay. I mean, she's ridiculously popular already, but I love the song, so I'm voting yeah. for it. Also, the rumbling... D- please don't vote for the rumbling on this. It's a fun OP, but anybody who, like... Oh my god. Okay, so, like, our friend... And you know who you know who I'm talking about because she's obsessed with Attack on Titan. Every time I'm in her car, she plays the rumbling, and I'm like, "This is not a good song. Stop!" <laughs> Without the opening, the song is shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a fun OP, but I hate this song. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna withhold my vote on this one again until I I hear all of these. Mm-hmm. So I will probably go and like do all of my research like directly after this yeah so So get your votes in get your votes in uh moving on to best director so please forgive me for japanese names but we have haruo sotozaki from uh demon slayer hiroyuki imaishi from cyberpunk Kazuhiro Furuhashi from Spy Family. Uh, Shingo Adachi from uh, 
Licorice Recoil, Yosuke Hata for Ranking of Kings, and Yuichiro Hayashi for Attack on Titan. And I've watched four of the six of these, and I'm just going to say it's Ranking of Kings, honestly. You know, I I haven't even seen Ranking of Kings, and I was going to give it to that one, so... Yeah, it's so beautiful, it's so well-crafted, it's... Go watch Ranking of Kings, you guys, it's so good. <laughs> the second half, which is technically where it's getting nominated for, really did elevate the show. It is so much better than the first half. I really hope it gets a season two. Like, it needs it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yosuke Hata, I really, really hope that you win this one. So, best main character! Best main character! <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, we've got Boji from Ranking of Kings. Chisato Nishikigi from uh, Licorice Recoil. David Martinez from Cyberpunk. Edge Runners, Erin Yeager, Erin Yeager, <laughs> from you guessed it, Attack on Titan. Boy, I'm seeing a lot of repeats in all of these. Mm-hmm. Spy fam, Spy X Family, Lloyd Forger, and Maureen Kitagawa from uh, My Dress Up Darling. Uh, I think I voted for Lloyd in my first run through this because Lloyd is absolutely great and yeah I love Lloyd I, d I don't know if he's the main character but I think that because Anya got nominated for another category they're just like we're giving this to Lloyd <laughs> and he's kind of the main character he's the one who started he's kind of the main character Yeah, like, he's, he's kind of the focus yeah but I think this time around, I'm actually going to vote for uh, Marin Kitagawa. Because... You know, I I was literally about to say I'm going to be a simp and vote for Marin. Because <laughs> she's honestly great. Like... She is. And and she, I, I feel like as a cosplayer, she's a character that a lot of us can relate to. Yeah, she's also like trash and she's great. <laughs> <laughs> she's a simp. She's right? Who, she's who, who else out there is just talking about porn games in public? Right. And cosplaying as the characters. <laughs> and getting her guy friends into porn games. <laughs> exactly. She has to yeah. Uh, Marin is a simp, and I adore her. She's great. Like, she really carried the entire show. And since there's no best girl category this year, I think that she needs this one. Yeah. See so, yeah. it. We're both simping, apparently. We're simping for a simp. Sure, sure are. <laughs> I do love Boji, though. I'm glad he made this list. Uh, but that moves on to the next category, which is Best Supporting Character. So we have Ai Hayasaka from uh, Love is War, Anya Forger from Spy Family, Kage from Ranking of Kings, Rebecca from Cyberpunk. Rebecca! Rebecca! <laughs> Uzui from Demon Slayer and your forger from Spy Family. So uh, normally I hate when one anime gets two nominees, but I'm going to forgive him this time because really how do you choose between your and Anya for this category? Yeah. With one thing, I know cuz I've already voted. I know Anya's in the next category. So I almost feel like they should have just kept your on this one and left Anya in the next one. Mhm. Mm but at the same time, I do think Anya could easily take both these categories for completely different reasons because she is a supporting role and she does just as much as Yor does as a supporting role. So I, this is the one exception I'll ever make to the two characters from one anime in a single category. Yeah. I think it was avoidable, but at the same time, I'm willing to forgive it. With that... That's, that's fair. With that, I already threw in my vote for Uzui from Demon Slayer because I love Uzui. I love this stupid man whore. He's so good. So, okay. Here's here's the problem. I am very conflicted. Yeah. Because I love Anya. I love Yor. I, Hayasaka, was clearly the best girl in Kaguya-sama. <laughs> and Uzui is best girl in Demon Slayer. <laughs> Uzui so... is best girl in Demon Slayer. 
<laughs> and like from all of the memes I've seen from Cyberpunk, I fucking love Rebecca. So like oh I, am, I am very conflicted with this one. So now that However, I think Uzui just inches out just a little bit ahead of everyone else on this one. He's just, he is so amazing. Yeah. At first, you kind of hate him, and then you just, he grows on you. It's a dumb very man quickly. whore. He's a dumb man whore. <laughs> I love him. So if I weren't voting for Uzui, I actually probably would vote for Kage, because he's the same way. You hate him when you first meet him, and then by the end of the series, you're just like, Kage is literally the best character in this entire show. Is, so. is he the one that has, like, the really long pointy nose? No, that's, uh, actually, he's kind of the main antagonist in the first part. So, he's, uh, the stepbrother okay. to Oji. But, no, he, uh, Kage is the shadow. Like, the little shadow oh, okay. Okay. eyes. Yeah. So, yeah, Kage and Uzui, I love them both for the same reason, but I think I am going to stick to voting for Uzui because he's a dumb man whore. How can you not vote for him? This this right. one's tough because, like, I haven't seen Ranking of Kings, so I don't have an opinion on that. But, like, I love everyone else and for all for different reasons, too. Yeah. So it just it does it makes the the choice very difficult. This this was a good selection, I think. I agree. Yeah. Like I said, I think the Anya thing was avoidable, but at the same time, I'm not mad about it. Also, yeah. I disagree with you. Hayasaka's not best girl, but uh, she is best supporting yeah. character. You know what? Everyone is everyone has a right to their own wrong opinion. She's better than Chika. Yeah. She's better than Chika, but she's not better than Kaguya. So as a supporting character, she's fine. But also, uh, I kind of like, what's his name? The the cringy guy that's in the student council. Oh, um. He didn't play much of a role this season, though. So yeah, I, oh, Ish okay. Ishigi. Ish yeah. Something Ishi like Ishigami. That. That's it. Ishigami. Yeah. He didn't play much of a role this season, though. So, two, yeah, we'll look at brain cells put together, we can figure out, it out. We're almost one complete brain cell. Right? So, yeah. Uh, I guess I could agree with Hayasaka being on this list. Because she is better than Chika, and Ishigami didn't do anything. So. <laughs> but she's not best girl. You're wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Are you voting for Uzui, then? Yes, yes. Okay. Voting for Uzui. Alright, so let's move on to the must-protect-at-all-costs character. I forget which one of us is reading, so I'm going to let you read. Uh, I don't remember either. So yeah, we have Anya Forger from Spy X Family, Boji from Ranking of Kings, Kage from Ranking of Kings, Kotaro Sato from, I believe it's called Kotaro Lives Alone? Probably. Uh, Marin Kitagawa from My Dress Up Darling, and Shoko Komi from Komi Can't Communicate. So I feel like Marin only made this category because they didn't have a best girl category. Yeah. And I completely disagree with her being on this list. Actually, I don't feel like she needs to be protected at all costs. I feel like she's trash and that's why we love her. Uh, and I also mentioned in the last category that I forgave the whole two characters from one series. I can understand why the nominee people didn't want to choose between Boji and Kage, because they're both absolutely must be protected at cost of all characters, though. But I think they should have picked one or the other in this situation. And I think it should have gone to Boji, because Kage is yeah. the one who protects Boji. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if you had to choose between those two, Boji deserves to be on this list. I think Kage does deserve to be protected, but he's also kind of Boji's knight. And yeah, that's that's my excuse because I'm sticking to what I said. Uh, but yeah, I think easily Anya's stealing this category though. I I think Anya will probably win this one. Cause how could you not vote for Anya? She's she's a you just yeah. want to her. You just I just you just want to I want to pinch those cheeks. 
Yeah, just... especially like when you click on her, she has this like they use the screenshot of her going waka waka. Yeah, <laughs> and she just looks like she's so happy that you're voting for her, and that just makes you slam that vote button even harder. So, yeah, I'm going for Anya. Yeah, I I gotta go go with Anya as well. Woot! Moving on to all the best category categories. We're we're making progress. Making progress. Making best, my way downtown. Best action. Oh my gosh! Look at this list of anime we haven't talked about yet. Uh, Attack on Titan. <laughs> <Right? laughs> Attack on Titan final season part two, the second half of the final part. Uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Demon Slayer, the Entertainment District Arc, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean, uh, Licorice Recoil, and Spy Family. And Frankly, I'm so sick of seeing these categories or these nominees that I I agree honestly <laughs> with with this one. I kind of have to give it to JoJo's. Like, yeah, I I I don't watch JoJo's, but but you haven't voted of, for it yet. <laughs> all of all of these other ones have so many other nominations. Yeah, I kind of wanted to vote for Licorice Recoil for that exact reason. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't voted for this one yet. Like, Licorice Recoil is fantastic. I absolutely love Rick Licorice Recoil. And it is a great action film. But I think it fits better in Best Drum. Okay, that's fair. So yeah, I, I'm i just so tired of all these nominees. So we're going to burn through this one and go straight to Best Comedy. That's fair. Best Comedy. <laughs> Look, it's another bunch of things we've we've seen. Yep. Two of them we uh, haven't seen a whole lot, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so we've got Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Uh, Kotaro Lives Alone. My Dress Up Darling. Spy X Family. Uncle from Another World. And Ya Boy Kong Me. Yeah, there was really only one I wanted to vote for, and it's the one we mentioned during our nomination episode. It's it's got to go to Uncle from Another it's World. Uncle I'm, from Another I'm World. Sorry, like so good. with this one in the category, all of the others just they're they're canceled out. There's no point. Yeah. Okay. The only Uncle one. From World. The only one I think I laughed at as much as I did Uncle Another World was uh, Kaguya Sama, and you pointed out on our last episode where we talked about the Crunchyroll Awards that Kaguya Sama's already won that category. So I don't feel like it deserves it twice. Yeah. So yeah, Uncle from Another World, easily. Moving on to Best Drama. We have 86 Part 2. Attack on Titan, Final 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 Season Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Dance, Dance, Dancer. Kotaru Lives Alone. And Made in Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun. I was torn between two of these, honestly. Uh, or let me guess. Let me guess. Dance, dance, danseur. Mm-hmm. And 86. Yeah. Because, oh my god, different anime. Also, both were top tier. Like, both were anime oh, that I, I just want to talk I, about. I, I haven't seen Dance, Dance, danseur, but, like, yeah, 86, top tier. Yeah. Dance, Dance, danseur has, like, I was recently watching a video about it. Like, somebody did a review on it. And they pointed out that it had the best rotoscoping in any Studio Mappa anime ever. And I'm like, holy shit, you're right, though. Like, this is the studio that did Chainsaw Man and Attack on Titan and Banana Fish and all these, like, action-oriented anime. And an anime about boys doing ballet had better rotoscoping and animation than any of those. <laughs> that's That's kind of hilarious. Yeah, like, Dansons Dansons was amazing, and not enough people watched it. It kind of fits in as, like, a sports anime, as well as being an action, as well as being a romance, as well as being a drama, and it just encapsulates everything good that I love about anime, and just go fucking watch it. It's also Stefan approved, so... Alright. So, yeah, it's getting my vote, but 86 almost got it, I think. Oh, okay, this uh, this one's hard. Because, like, I love 86. I yeah. really want to vote for that. But also, from my understanding, 
is cyberpunk edgerunners will rip your heart out, spit on it, and then throw it into a blender. Like, that's hard to avoid. Yeah, but 86 did that too, though. 86, so it's like, those, those two are my options, and I feel like I would need to see cyberpunk edgerunners before you made up your mind. Before I make a firm decision. I'm but going with for now, I'm gonna have to go with 86. Yeah, I'm going with the dancey dance anime because it talks about child abuse and being jealous and kids wanting to actually pursue their passions in spite of the fact that they'll probably be alienated by it. And it did such a really good job of all of those things. They'll be alienated anyways. They're children. <laughs> they're, they're children. Okay, come on. So with that... Un unless you're a white male between the ages of 18 and 35, you don't matter in this country. <laughs> yeah, but this takes place in Japan. Oh, okay. White people don't have it good there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. <laughs> You're a stupid foreigner. Yeah, I am. And, <laughs> moving on to best fantasy. Uh, was it my turn to read? It is your turn to read. It's my turn to read. Uh, best fantasy. Demon Slayer. Kimetsu no Yaiba. Entertainment District Art. I don't know why I had to read the whole title. I just did. <laughs> Made in Abyss, Golden City of the Scorching Sun. Mushoku Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, Season 1, Part 2. Overlord, you know, Season 4. four. Uh, Ranking of Kings, uh, Second Core. Uh, and The Case Study of Vanitas, Second Core. So, I haven't watched most of these, but I'm going to choose Ranking of Kings just because I can, and you guys can't stop me. Watch me vote for it. I'll vote for it again later. Uh, <laughs> so, on on the sheer basis of Mushoku Tensei and Overlord both being isekai, and I'm so fucking sick of isekai at the moment, I'm, I'm disqualifying both of those. Also, I just have personal problems against Mashoku Tensei. It's a gorgeous anime that's, that just has a lot of bad messages. 100% fair. I understand. Yeah. This one, uh, for me, it's got to be between Maiden Abyss and Ranking of Kings. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to go with Maiden Abyss on this one. That's fair. I just want my boy to win something, all right? Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Ranking of Kings absolutely deserves something. Yeah. It deserves you to watch it, is what <laughs> it deserves, Tyler. <laughs> it's on the list. I have so many things I need to go through. <laughs> it's so hard. We both have the one anime that we guilt the other one about not watching. This... Go watch the first recoil. Go watch Ranking of Kings. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're both right, is the funny thing. <laughs> for reals? <laughs> uh, moving on. Nominees for Best Romance. We have Call of the Night, Kaguya-sama Love is War, Komi Can't Communicate, Love After World Domination, which I was really happy to see made a list, My Dress Up Darling, and Shikimori's Not Just a Cutie. So, I'm also happy to see Shikimori got nominated for something, but honestly, after watching My Dress Up Darling, Shikimori just kind of felt a little bit weak. Yeah, Shikimori, like, it's good. But it, like, when it coming up in the season after My Dress Up Darling, it just kind of felt like My Dress Up Darling light. Yeah, I completely agree. I really like Shikimori as a character. But it was anime... a good show, and, and it had good characters. It was just... Yeah. It didn't quite hit the same levels as My Dress Up Darling. Yeah, poor execution is how I'll describe it. Uh, Kaguya-sama will always be my favorite romance anime, and I'm not sure if this one has won a best romance category before, so I'm really tempted to just vote for it for that reason. And My Dress Up Darling was absolutely fantastic as a romance anime, like, mm -hmm. Gogol is just a really good character. 
And I really, really wanted to watch Love After World Dom- Domination because it was just super cute looking. It's, it's really kind of funny. I need to actually finish it. But yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it's just, I I feel like that one's more of a comedy than it is a romance. Same with Kaguya Saba, though, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I think between those, I'm going to have to go with My Dress Up Darling just because I really do think Marion and Gojo's chemistry was just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely, and and I agree with that. Uh, even though, like, I do like Comey can't communicate, but it doesn't have that same romance level that my dress up darling does. Yeah. So my dress up darling, it's, it's got my vote. We got three more categories, and then we're done. Woohoo! And now it's time for you to read Japanese names. <laughs> Best voice artist performance, Japanese. I like that you said voice artist instead of voice actor. That That's what it says. Best voice artist performance. It says best VA performance. Oh, it does say best voice artist. Okay, I was just reading the things. I, I was VA. literally reading. <laughs> I was just like, I love calling them artists. Stupid bitch. God. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, we've got Atsumi Tanizaki from Spy X Family. I'm not sure who they voiced. It's not telling me, it just says their studio. Yeah. Uh, Chika Anzai from Licorice Recoil. Fairuz Ai from uh, JoJo's. Misaki Kuno from uh, Made in Abyss. Uh, Natsuki Hanai from Demon Slayer. And Yuki Kaji. I got the easy names. So okay. Like, can I tell you which characters? These were not hard to pronounce, unlike the names that you got. So I'm going to tell you the characters that these actors played, because it does tell you if you click on them. Okay. Uh, Spy Families is Anya. Okay. Uh, Licorice Recoil is... Uh, uh, Chika. Yeah, Chisato. Uh, JoJo's is Jolene. Uh, Made in Abyss is uh, Faputa? And Baputa and Irum Irumui. Yeah. Uh Demon Slayer is Tanjiro. And uh, Attack on Titan is Eren. Eren Jaeger. Eren Jaeger. So honestly, I actually liked Jolene's English voice better than her Japanese. Honestly. If I'm being completely honest with you guys, like I, okay. I loved her Japanese voice too, but I would have rather see her nominated for Best English Voice. But I am going to give this to Eren Yega because, honestly, this was probably one of the actor's best performances in his career. Particularly this last season and this last part of this last season. <laughs> and I think that he Until does Until next part, in which Until case he's going to yeah. really elevate it. Yeah, which is very possible. I could be jumping the gun on his performance here, but I really do think so far in his career, this is the best performance I've seen from him. And I think he did earn the vote on this one, and it's not just Attack on Titan hype. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I I gotta go with uh, Atsumi Tanizaki for Anya. For Anya. I actually almost this, voted for her. She, I, I... I really think she nailed it. She, she did, did such a good job. Especially because I found out recently she actually intentionally messes up her own Japanese in the dialogue to make her sound more like a child. Yeah. It's so just, she, it's, it sounds so good. Yeah, she does baby voice very well. So yeah, finally, uh, last category before we get to anime of the year, and that is best voice actor performance in English. We have Amanda Lee as Marine from My Dress Up Darling. Uh, Chirami Lei as Kotaro Sato from uh, Kotaro Lives Alone. I believe it's pronounced Cherami. Cherami? Probably. Yeah, I, I think I'm messing up all language. Stage. Messing up all languages. Uh, Natalie Von Sistine, who plays Your Forger in Spy Family. And Sung. Okay, this one I actually know, because I actually follow him online. Sungwoo Cho or Sungwon Cho. I already messed it up. I'm like, I know AKA his name. 
Rosie D. Rosie D. So I said I know how to pronounce his name and then I pronounced it wrong anyway. I'm getting tired. Uh, he voices Kage in Ranking of Kings. He also voiced uh, the like uh, manager from Agretzko. So he's done a few voice acting roles in anime. Okay. Uh, Zach Ar- Argular? Ag- Ag- Aguilar? Aguilar? Uh, played David Martinez in Cyberpunk. And Zeno Robison, who played Gamma 2 in Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Uh, I am going to go with Pro ZD on this, because I did watch just a few episodes featuring Kage, and I actually thought that Sung actually did a better job as Kage than his original Japanese voice actor. And I think it's really right. rare when I have an English voice that I'm just like, this This is the character. Like, literally, this is the character. All right. That's so, fair. I think uh, that... Go ahead. I got I to gotta go with Zach. Zach Aguilar mm-hmm. for David and Cyberpunk. I've I've heard a few clips of, of him in English, and it, it sounds good. I like it. Plus, I want Cyberpunk to win something. Yeah, that's fair. So with that, that brings us to Anime of the Year. And I'm going to let you read these. And your nominees for Anime of the Year. Attack on Titan. Final Season Part 2. By Studio Mappa. Studio Mappa, Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, Studio Trigger, Demon Slayer, Entertainment District Arc by Ufo Table, Licorice Recoil, A1 Pictures, Ranking of Kings, Wit Studio, and Spy X Family, Wit Studio and Cloverworks. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm just gonna vote for Cyberpunk. <laughs> I, you know, and and I'm not gonna lie to you. I've kind of been hyping it up this whole fucking episode. Licorice Recoil. Yeah. This, this is what I've been waiting for. I knew it would be nominated for Anime of the Year. Mm-hmm. It's got my vote. Yeah, and I figured it would. So, I just really like don't want to see Attack on Titan or Demon Slayer win this, and I don't think Ranking of Kings is has the hype or backing to win this. And I also really enjoy when a non-Crunchyroll anime wins Crunchyroll Award of the Year. Yeah. So I I have to go with Cyberpunk. It hits no, all I, those categories. I agree, honestly. And and I do really want to watch Cyberpunk. I hear it's really good. It might have my vote if it wasn't for like me already anticipating Licorice Recoil. Mm-hmm. But But that's what it is. My reason but, for it is really stupid. It's just a non-Crunchyroll, non-Demon Slayer, non-Attack on Titan anime. <laughs> look, look, spite is very motivational, okay? <laughs> That's literally why I'm voting for it, is complete spite. <laughs> uh, we will set aside a weekend to go watch Cyberpunk Runners, but... Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe Sunday. We got Sunday off. Yeah. So maybe we'll do that. Maybe that's our plan for the day. But with that, go get your votes in, you guys. If you think that everything we voted for was wrong, then go vote against us so we can bitch about it when the stream happens. Uh, we'll definitely be doing an episode during the stream. And we're sorry we got this episode out a day late for you guys, but we got there eventually. Yep, here, here we are. So, yeah. And we actually wrapped that up in about an hour. So with that, we want to thank you guys for listening. And go vote for your those six anime that got listed for every category. That's right. <laughs> so, thanks you, for listening. You have, si- you have six options. In like every single category. <laughs> like, I think no matter what, this is going to be one anime sweeping. And I hope it's not. Okay, but, but like overall, I feel they did a pre- pretty decent job for the nominations. Yeah. I agree. Um, this, this hasn't been a fantastic anime year mm-hmm. so like i feel the ones that they have nominated are the ones that stand above the rest because the rest haven't been great i agree actually i like i wanted to be mad about these nominees this year like we usually are 
But I think in previous years, we just were so spoiled for choice. And then Crunchyroll is just like, nope, nothing, nothing niche, nothing unique. We're just going to pick the same anime over and over again. And it got really exhausting. But this year, we didn't watch a whole lot. A lot of other people didn't watch a whole lot. And they also took out an entire season from the pool of being nominated. So what else was there, <laughs> to be yeah. fair? So... Next year, we'll go back to having four seasons. So I don't, I don't want to say this year is a wash, but it's it's kind of a wash. So, it is what it is. With, it's, it's, this, this is where we're at. Yeah. So with that, let's hope for a better 2023. And let's hope that your favorites win the Crunchyroll Awards that don't feel like they mean anything now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll always give us a good episode, though. I think right. our Crunchyroll Award episodes always end up being the most popular. We can always bitch. Yeah, we can always benefit from their mistakes. And yours. Go vote. Yeah. Thanks for listening, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.